Hey, 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 this is Random Intentions with BK and OB. How y'all doing? BK, how you doing? I'm great. You finna give me the Linda voice. Oh my gosh, I knew you were gonna say something. You finna give me the Linda voice. I knew you were gonna say Y'all don't know she got a Linda voice. Linda from HR. <laughs> Just, that's what I call it. It's Linda from HR voice. <laughs> Just a little fake ass voice you be using <laughs> on people. If there's anything that you need to discuss, you can always send me a mile. See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? A little fake ass voice. <laughs> Hater. All right. We all got that voice. I got, look, my name. You hear mine more than I hear than you hear yours. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I'm not fake though. I'm genuine. I'm, I'm not a saying happy that you're fake. I'm just saying that you use the Linda voice a lot. That's because I. That's how I really feel. <laughs> you only get that hood version when I'm really tested. Gangster is tested. Gangster. Anyway. Gangster. Gangster is tested. Look, I'm looking for my phone. Like I'm not recording on my phone. Anyway, what you how your week been, BK? My week has been productive. I can't complain about anything. Major, major blessings. How about yours? Good. Good. What was so good about your week? Uh I still work from home. That's that's the hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I got a cush job working from home. I take like two calls a day. Even though assignment is coming to an end and I need to find something else. That's why like I need to go to the that's why I keep on saying I need to go to the IT field. Cause I know my brother and I know so many other people that are in the IT field that don't do nothing all day, but they get paid like fat ass money. So That's the goal. That's the goal. Like why would I not want to sit at a desk and let somebody pay me $60,000 a year, $80,000 a year to just sit there and watch movies all day. And every once in a while when you got a problem, you call me and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, do this, do that, this. do this, do that. Okay, you can't, okay. Control, I'll delete. Just turn, just turn everything off, turn it back on. It's working now? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, good, 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 good. And the check. Happy yeah. holidays. Have, have, a, have a good one. Uh, that's that's going to be, <laughs> how much is the check this week? It's $4,000. I'll take it. Like, let's do it. Let's Must. do that. Be nice. Like when it's when I'm talking to my guy and he like yo, they flew they flew me out to a place, put me in a five star hotel, pay for all my meals, and then if I want to go back home, they pay for my first class ticket back to the crib. And then when I get there, they're paying me three hundred dollars an hour. Like, why, why would I not do that? Okay, that seems like a very profitable thing. Okay, like I said, I told you when I met my man, he I thought he is my my ex wife's father. I thought he sold cocaine. <laughs> Literally, I thought the man so dope. I did. Cause it was just like, that's where your mind goes, huh? Because that's why I was hanging. You gotta be cocaine. I'm, look, I was looking. Gotta be the drugs. That's why I was hanging around. I was hanging around them kind of cats. So it's gotta like, be the drugs. He's gotta be selling dope. And he was like, no, I've been working with computers since the 70s. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Because I'm not involved like you. Only people that you know. Only people I know and associate like with. Okay. They got that kind of money. Well, sell cocaine. That brings us to today's topic of... How the hell does that bring us to today's topic? Well, goals. Oh, well, you're true, true, true. Goals for the next the goal, 12 months. Like, what are your plans? It looks like you are planning, or one of your goals is planning to go into the IT field. Yes, Lord, yes. Yes. 
So, what does that look like for you? Is that something that you write out? Is there a plan for this? Like, I know. You got to most definitely write that out. It's got to be something that's got to be written down. Okay. And you got to put yourself on the schedule. You got to get disciplined. Okay. All that. Okay. Because if it's not a schedule, like, I had to get back to my routine and on my schedule because if I'm not in my routine, if I'm not on schedule, then... So, would you say that your ex-wife's father is a mentor? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Man. Do you feel like that's do you feel like that's a necessity? It's not a, a necessity. I don't think a mentor is a necessity. It's great to have one. Yeah. I, I think it's really, really great. It's a bonus. I feel like it's hard to get one. It is. Uh, it's a lot of For people, some people it's hard to get I one. I think it's really hard to get one if you because people got families and kids and all kind of stuff. So Well, I don't think it's just that. I think it's those strong minded people. Uh I think it's hard those that are strong-minded and have a voice that and uses their voice for the most part i think it's hard for those to get mentors you said you're strong-minded and have a voice to talk for me to mentor no not hard for you to mentor i think it's hard for you to receive a mentor oh you know no no i I think i think for some i think it's more well for me i ain't gonna say for for everybody else for me it's just an intelligent move it's a logical move Mm -hmm. to get a mentor like why I think it's very wise. Why broaden your learning curve when you can flatten it? You can, you know, sit up and try to learn things on your own and then go through the struggle, or you can say, I let me you know what you're doing out. already. Why am I not following you? I ain't why got time to like why why would I not do that? Even with the photography thing, I tried to find a mentor and kinda of got a little problem with that. It's all right though. But the thing is like it's it's the flattening of the curve. Like, why would I go out here trying to learn all this stuff on my own when I can just find somebody that's already doing it and they can show me the ropes? Why can't you do both? What's that? I say take the classes. Oh no, most of them still take the classes. Still take the classes. Find yeah, you a mentor because sure. you might find the mentor in the class. Yeah, for sure. Honestly. Like, still do both. I mean, like you got a chance to. Like, like that's the whole thing because my guy gave me the information on the courses to take. He's like, if you need any help, hit me up. For sure. Uh, and I would take advantage of that. Oh, well, yeah. That's not even a thing. Okay. Like, to do what he's doing, to, like... Do you want to do what he does? Is that exactly what you want to do? That, I... Uh, I don't know exactly what I want to do exactly what he does. It would be great on one hand, because the money that he makes is really good. So, is the money the motivator for you? Uh, money is a it's a big part of it to be all the honest I like how I'm interviewing you like I'm oh uh, yeah I see I see you I see you anyway, <laughs> I'm just curious though the I told you I asked questions the money is a motivator because like I said I have a son now and so for me right now it's you know it's not a game out here I'm not on my own it's just not me mm-hmm. um, and when I look at things I can look at it from the viewpoint of well let me just do my own little entrepreneur thing get that going that's great and I can still focus on that but it'd be a whole lot easier for me right now to go into a career field make a gang ton of money and then be able to take care of my kid and do what I want to do um, not to mention I was looking at uh, I, I keep hearing these numbers and it's if you make under $65,000 or if your household makes under $65,000 in America uh, right now you are Poverty line or below. <clears throat> yeah, inflation so, is kicking everybody's yeah. tail. So the thing is, sure. if I understand that and I see there is a way for me to get into, 
I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing and flossing and flashing and all that shit. No. I, stuck, I ain't worried about that. Let me go over into this field where they're making buku money, where, where everybody's headed to. Everybody's on social media right now. But y'all don't know how none of this works. So, but the guys that's running this, they're getting paid buku money. Oh, I mean, we see that. I mean, if you pay attention to the news, they're getting paid buku money. I ain't talking about like, I'm not just talking about like, you know, the, uh, the guys that like, uh, what's what's dude's name on Facebook? What's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. I ain't talking about just them. I'm talking about the guys under him. I'm talking about the dude, the dudes he never talked to. The guys are just employees. They still pay them guys eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. Like, and you just a sucker. Like you, <laughs> you. Dang, do they gotta be a sucker? <laughs> like, oh, what? Oh, man, you just the dude over there. Oh, you the dude over there in networking. Go talk to, go talk to him over there. Oh God! Oh, you was a sucker. You're not even the main guy. You, you don't not have like, to be the main guy. You ain't gotta be the main guy. You don't have to be the main guy. You the, you still gonna make a buku amount of money off of just working in a nine to five. And that's my thing. Like, be compensated. If you're going to work a 9-to-5, I understand, like, they're not paying a living wage in a lot of these places. But if you're going to work a 9-to-5, be compensated. Go get a certification or something like that. Um, and and get get that money. Get that paycheck. I feel like every, especially right now with men, men need to be working jobs where you're making at least $50,000 a year. At least. And be all the way honest, at least sixty-five, since that's going to be where your poverty line is. So, you need to be making that kind of money if you are a guy. Um, and you need to be living on your own, like doing your own thing. If you ain't got no kids or nothing like that, plan that out. Plan that out. I'm really passionate about black men doing their thing in that way. Like, you need to be out here getting those jobs that are paying nice amounts of money, doing okay. your own thing, doing so, the relationship until you, until you got yourself together kind of stuff. Okay, so when it comes to, um, I guess, setting your goals, due dates. Gotta have due dates. That's a must. That's that's a, gotta have the due dates. I think what I've learned here recently is everything literally has to be written down. Yeah. My goal, one of my goals. Yeah. I had this goal this year, and I didn't follow through with it. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. But I'm committing to it next month. I feel like everything happens for a reason. So not just because it's the start of the year. I mean, a lot of stuff tends to happen at the start of the year. Now, I don't feel like I'm one of those people who has to start at the first of the year. I can start right now. We're, you know, six days or, you know, a week into a new year, a little... in about a week, a little over a week, I can still start today instead of just saying I'm going to wait to the beginning of the year. Yeah. Just so happens that, um, so I do real estate full time. I'm a realtor. Okay. So I am taking on a coach next year okay. um, to help better um, align my goals. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I have taken the initiative in other goals, not just my professional goals, but when it comes to like financial goals and and personal goals, I have started this week like really writing stuff down and seeing how things are going to go or what do I need to do in order to get, you know, such and such done in a time period. Um, 
I think everything has to be written down. Like I said, you got to plan it out. It's really like this episode is about making plans for your year. So I feel like uh, you really do need to plan it out. Like who did a vision board party? Uh, her vision board party was a little bit different than most people's because it wasn't just about putting visions or cutting out magazine clippings about what you want for next year. It really was like, hey, what's your plan? What's your timeline for the plan? And then what are going to be your steps to get things done? So you say you want a new car. Cool. What's your credit score right now? What are you going to be doing to get the car in the next three or four months? Like that's instead of, oh, I want a car for this year. Cool. Okay. You want a car for this year? Well, that, that's, that's a broad statement. How are you going to get the car? What are you going to do? What's hindering you from getting the car right now? And what are you going to do going forward to get the car? Like, if you say you want to be a rapper, cool. So what are you going to do this year that's going to make you a rapper? You say you want to be a real estate agent. What are you going to do? What? Are, why are you not that right now? And then what are you taking care of point by point to get to meet that goal? And to me, that's like really important. I started realizing after that, that unless you have like, you have goal and then plan for the goal, it's just like, it's just words. It's just like a, a dream at that point. <clears throat> it's, it can be pretty empty. <clears throat> I feel like if you, you set your goals, but you have to set the intentions on, uh, you have to be, inten- your, your moves have to be intentional. Right. So if, and everything can affect your, your outcome. So it's almost kind of like, okay, if this is what the goal is today, or even if you say tomorrow, this is, I need to do this, this, and this. Um, just if, if this is all, this is all I'm doing tomorrow. I at least need to get this done. Yeah. Cause I'm intentionally trying to get this mm-hmm. to get to this goal yeah. and, and staying on that process. So, um, have you done that for, so how are you doing this? Are you doing this month by month or? I'm going to. For the I, for getting my certification, it's going to be because the way the plan is set out. It's all going to be a syllabus. So for me, it's more of a personal schedule to stay on track. It's about being consistent. And so monthly? No, it's going to be a weekly thing, daily. Okay, so you decided to do yours weekly. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Like, so when does that start? You got to detail it down. For me, it's already. I'm already on it. Like okay. when I told you I was doing 500 uh, crunches last night, that's where it starts at. Like it starts with getting up, making up your bed. Every and day. Every day. Which my daughter is every five day. and I am like, well, I have been teaching her to first thing that you do is make up your bed yeah. and I and I'm not playing. Like do that. Every day. Do that. Because like I said, and I had to make it up by herself this morning. <laughs> but she did a really good job. I was so that's proud. I was really proud that's of her. I can't wait to fail at that point. No, just wait. I can't wait. I can't because it's gonna like I said, I'm hopefully the the thing that I'm hoping happens is that we're setting a good enough example for him that when he, you know, it's just a second nature second nature thing for him. Right. That's that's like it's whole, a must. It's just like oh man, I got it. Oh, well, they make him big bit. I'm making my bit. I got. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Like, but I feel like it starts with example. Right, I mean, you're first sure. of all, your parents or you know those that you're around are a lot or very influential to you. I make up my bed every morning. Yeah. I remember I told somebody last time I had a corporate job. Um, I told somebody that you know I make up. You know, they do like the little icebreaker mm-hmm. things or whatever in the morning. So it was just like, what's something that you do such and such daily or what's something that you have to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my answer was, I have to make up my bed every morning. Yeah. And people looked at me and groaned and all that. And I was just like, 
I have been doing this since maybe, you know, elementary, middle school. Oh. Um, I feel some type of way when my bed's not made. Oh. Like, I feel like that's the start of the day. I feel like if I do that, okay, let's move on. I'm able to move on to something else. When it's not, it's just kind of like, that's something I've got to do. Yeah. Like, it's a chore. And that's like I said, it's, it's the little things of the, I think it was the Admiral that gave a speech. And like, you make your bed up and it's it's about an achievement. It is. So you, that's one thing that you achieve. So what's the next thing that you do? You get up, uh, you might meditate, you might pray, you might do your morning workout, whatever. But if you're doing those things every single day, like I said, that's the difference between where I'm at, where I, I'm, where I was and where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. That was a big difference for me. Like, when I didn't want to work out, still went to the gym. Because yeah. it's part of my routine. Consistency. And it's just being consistent. Like, it's, and that's where you really start finding your, you start finding your groove and you start finding success. Because, like, okay, so I don't feel like doing this today. But I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Because it's just part of the goal. It's like, this is what I do. This is what I do every day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, like when I see people that's like, oh well, you know, I'm having a hard time losing weight. There, it's not because you can't stop eating or whatever else. It's well, you, have you prepared ahead of time, and then are you consistent with what you're going to do? Have you planned it out? Like when I wanted to start reading every day, cool. I'm, I'm every single day. I need to have this time. I don't care if you call me, unless Jesus come down right now. I'm reading for these next two hours. That's what I'm doing. I don't care if you call me. I don't care if you text me. I'm not answering. I'm reading right now for the next two hours. Then when I get through reading, I hit you up. Mm, well. Like, it's, that's what I'm saying. You got to get on the plan and then stay with it. People think that it's, it's crazy. Like, I would um, I, when you listen to, like, successful people, they talk about how people think that you're weird or you're odd because you're so dedicated to a purpose. And that's the thing. You got to be willing to feel like... Uh, like to be looked at like that. Okay, yeah, you look at me like I'm crazy, but at the same time, you'll be the same person that be like, "Oh man, congratulations! I knew you could do it." Yeah, man, get the hell out of my face. No, you have to <laughs> You definitely have to be your own motivator. Like that's the thing. Like everybody's gonna after you get successful, people are gonna want to know what you did. They're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, that, what did you that do? was so great." That's the difference between successful people and they don't give a shit. The, well, and those that aren't so successful is it, it's the consistency and it's the it's it's the sticking with it yeah. regardless. Yeah, you have to. It's it is the intent of. So you gotta stay on top of it. Like I said, when every you, some days you feel like, oh man, I don't got a headache. I don't feel like doing it. Like the first time I went to the gym with a headache. I was like, this sucks. And then like halfway through my workout, it started to kind of subside, go away a little bit. Still had it after I got through. It probably got worse because I got dehydrated. But I was like, this is my workout though. I'm going to call you back. I'm doing this podcast right now. Anyway. We're going to have to learn that. We're going to have to learn that. I got to watch that. I probably had my stuff turned all the way down. Anywho. But yeah. Hopefully everything's all right over there. Yeah, okay. Anyway. So plans and stuff like that. I feel like I'm I'm So how do you like so for you yourself, mm-hmm. what does planning look like for you? It's literally sitting down and writing everything out. No, the thing is, 
once you write it out, how do you stay consistent to your plan? Because it's easy to write everything out. I'll say this. One thing that I started this year that I saw a big difference in and, and loved the way it worked is um, I feel like I know a lot about finance um, and even a budget. Uh, but it's it's hard for me to stay on one. Well, I'm not gonna say it's hard for me, but I do need to be better at discipline my my stuff. But every month I would write down like my debts. So from January to this month, I wrote down my debts every month, and I wanted to see the progress throughout the month. And I kept the paper. I keep the paper every month. To see how I've done. Mm-hmm. Some months, you know, you know, at first it was a lot. You mm-hmm. know, at first it's a lot. I mean, this is like in re- you're looking at it and you're like, this is a perspective. This is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, first month I saw it and was just like, ooh, okay, yeah. I got I got some work to do. And then I did it again the next month and it was just like, okay, well things are starting to go down. Mm-hmm. And then you had those months where maybe you did something that you shouldn't have done and all that type of stuff. <laughs> Uh, but you you recognized it, you saw it, so, right? Uh, or your you in your mind, it, right, it was just right. kind of like, ooh, that went up last month. I've got to make mm-hmm. sure that I get that down next month. Or you know, when you see that change or whatever, or you see something paid off, and it's just kind of like, hey, I'm I'm really doing it. So it, it was an achievement for me. I think I did pretty well this year in maintaining. I had a few slip ups. I'm not gonna lie. To That's why I fell off. I think like when I got back here, I. I stopped doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> I stopped doing a lot of stuff because my mom and my dad had their way of doing things. And I'm in the house trying to help my mom. And so for me, it was just move. I was just, I started throwing stuff out. <laughs> and mom was like, don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. And I was like, but you're not using it. Haven't been used. Oh, that's another thing I've like, done this last quarter of the year is purging. Yeah. I, I was just like, you're not, but you don't use this. And then my mom would like, you would, <laughs> you would say you don't use it. And then the next day, she would like start trying to use it for a reason. She would find a reason to pull something out mm-hmm. that she ain't pulled out in a year. And I was like, what a float your boat. But uh, a lot of the stuff, I stopped a lot of things because I was kind of butting heads with folks. And I was like, okay. But mm-hmm. can you say that you were butting heads because maybe those that you were up against didn't really want the help? It wasn't that. It was just that they wanted help. I was moving. My And I've, I've learned that sometimes when you start moving in a certain kind of way, people are uncomfortable. Like when I... When the person that I was wasn't very concise. I wasn't very confident when I came back from living on my own. I was all of that. And so when I made a move, it was just like, well, I'm just going to do this. Like, I'm not going to, why are we talking about it? If it, if you're not using it, throw it away. If you're not doing this and get rid of it. If we're not, let's, let's go. Let's go. Like, that was where I was at in my head. And that's how I was moving. Um, and everything started slowing down because I was starting to have to accommodate folks because when you start moving a certain kind of way, you start hurting feelings. And I didn't want to upset my mom too much. So I kind of, I bagged up on the whole lot of stuff I was doing. But going forward, can't keep doing that because I'm just killing myself. It's literally stressing me out to move a certain kind of way. 
And it throws me all the way off of how I want to view things. So, and I said, for me, that's being uh, reactive instead of proactive and not taking responsibility for things. That, and you have to have tunnel vision. You really got to have tunnel vision. You cannot be worried about what the person next to you is doing. You really have to stay your own course. And that's, that's it. It's, when you get to that point, when you know what you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it, yeah, it sucks. So, like I said, going forward, just got to stay in a little bubble. Or I'm going to stay in my little bubble and keep pushing, keep it going. Uh, have your plans. Don't tell everybody about your plans. No. <laughs> I, do, I do think it's very helpful to, like I said, I saw the results of me writing the stuff down starting at the beginning of the year and watching it all the way to the end of the year just month by month just seeing how my progress was going and I was just like I really need to I really should continue to do that and just incorporate something else um I was even to the point like I said this last quarter it's been about purging and trying to get more order in my life so that I have more time to do the things that I, I really need to do which meant getting you know like clothes and stuff together for the weekend um, I would love Man. to just start meal planning um, for the week so that I know what I'm up against it, and what I'm dealing mm, with. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Am, am I preaching? I'm like, people, like I said, it's just it, it's so amazing. Like when you get in that groove. Yeah. Like I, it's, I'm going to say, you're not, if you're on eating a certain kind of lifestyle, you're eating vegan and you have a meal plan every day, you don't fall off. Uh, there's like you know people. There's really not a lot of temptation because you got everything already set up how you want to do it. Yeah, but it's like, su- it's super comforting to know um, when you when you have things and it's just like well all I got to do is this. Is it. I know what my next step is because I've already got it yeah, together. It's, it's um, I I am super grateful for how I put myself in position sometimes, like. I'm super grateful. Now, do I still have a lot of work to do? Fosha. But if it's an improvement, I do see improvements over this year. I think 2021 was a very difficult, difficult year for me mentally and physically. But um, I still feel like I grew. Should have been a whole lot easier for me. I think it should have been a whole lot easier. Well. I don't know. Like I, I said, it was I a said, mental situation for me. For me, it was just like I said, that's, 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 that's back to, I think my situation is from the point of I know better. And when you know better, you do better? Yeah. So I don't, I'm always, I'm always really hard on myself. I've been told I was wise since I was a kid and I know, I know better about so many things. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to a lot of stuff, I'm just like, all right, you need to, this is on you. You got to do better because you're messing up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I put my Facebook post the other day. I can't control what anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Like I can't control what they do. But where I'm at in life is because of my procrastination and my poor planning. I got, you know, I, I can't, I can't say you're going to do X, Y, Z. But I can't plan for these things. And if you decide you're going to do X, Y, Z, it's not going to have an effect on me anyway. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to make my plans out and, oh, well, you did what? Okay, cool. Well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. And keep it pushing. Okay. It's going to be a whole lot of hurt feelings coming up 2022. Dang. <laughs> I ain't got time, man. 
I don't know. short, you feel me? Like yeah, I felt that. I feel like my 2021 was 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 an was an awakening to a lot of stuff. Even if it was me or some stuff that you know I have pushed to the side because it was just no. kind of like, uh, well, no, I I couldn't push to this mm. year wouldn't allow me to push it to the side. It was more like taking a you need to evaluate yourself. I need to evaluate myself. That's that's a big. That's a big and that's self-reflection. Self-reflection. I say meditate all the time, man. You hear me say it all the time. Meditate. Yeah, and I started meditate. writing in a journal. Meditate, right? Do some. Started writing in a journal. Do something where you're doing something with your thoughts besides letting them get under your skin. Yeah. Do something with your thoughts besides yeah. letting them get to you. Definitely you, more prayer, more um more quiet intense. moments, man. Yeah. Moments. Like sit there, turn off the TV, turn off the radio. Let's let the silence hit you. That used to be a thing for me. I had one TV in my home. Yeah. And I didn't put one in my bedroom. Mm. For the longest I didn't have one in my bedroom. Because it was just like when I go to bed, I think this is something I learned from Oprah. Um <laughs> when you go when I go to bed, the bed is meant for just that. Mm. So, or those activities. But, the TV is an interference. And I did not have a TV in my room for the longest. I slept great. People don't like that. Slept like a baby. The turning off everything. Turning off all them electronics. All that. Puts you in a whole other mindset. Your your sleep turns into a whole other level. Sleeping in darkness. People don't like sleeping in darkness. I fell in love with it. I love it. Blackout curtain. Yeah, turn all that junk off. And I started realizing because we've been taught a fear of the darkness. Like everybody's darkness, evil's in darkness. Da, 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 da. Yeah, screw all that. If you learn to, to accept the fact that, hey, you want good sleep, you want some good rest, you cut it all black off. it all out. Black it all out. That's what your mind trying to get to anyway. That's why you close your eyes in the first place. Black it all out. And then wake up feeling refreshed. It's a lot of people that wake up at 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the morning on a regular basis because you got lights on and your body just reacting to the fact that there's something else on in, in the crib. That's what it is. People don't understand that, though. No. I ain't worried. Really, like I said, that's, like, for me, going forward this year, I ain't explaining shit to nobody. None of that. You on your own, fam. You on your own. I ain't got no time to explain it. No, no. Kiss all my ass. I ain't playing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not explaining nothing to you. I ain't telling you nothing. Like I don't want to help you out. If, if you if you want to use some help, I got you. But I'm not volunteering information. Especially now, people are so damn mean now. You try to help somebody out. I didn't ask for that, nigga. Well, some people, some a lot of some. This is what I've learned that a lot of people really just want you to listen. They don't want you to give advice. Oh, I dig that, but. Unless they you. say, at this point, I'm just like, unless they say, what are your thoughts? Because I do say that to, you know, family and friends sometimes. Like, because I may be at an impasse in my head and mm-hmm. I do overthink some things and it leads to procrastination because I'm overthinking it. Um, and I'll say, well, what do you think about it? Because I want to know, like, what your take is on it. I know what I'm thinking, but, like, maybe I'm not looking at it, sure. looking at it all the way. Well, let me just hear what somebody else has got to say about it. How are they viewing it? Yeah, I'm not, I can dig that. I can dig that. But like I said, I'm, if I'm looking at you when I hit a wall, I'm like, hey, yo, turn left. I didn't ask for your help. 
I can hit the wall, nigga. I mean, sometimes yeah. I gotta hit the wall. That's where you at. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm mad with the people now. Like, it's people out here that's when you encourage them, they got something to say. If you don't say nothing, they got something to say. You know what? Been there. Oh my god, I've been there and learned a lesson this year about that. <sighs> go your go your direction, my nigga. That's all right. You know I literally tried to help somebody that was going through it. It was just like, I don't know what to do. This is what's going on. And I was just like, well, you need to do this, or how about you do this? And it was just like Basically, I ain't asked for your help. That's all so right. the next time, so and I mental noted, <laughs> mental note that didn't go so well. Next time something like that happens, eh, 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 don't say a word. So that next time it did happen, cause it did happen, I was on the phone like this. I, my thing is, don't ask me to look. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't ask Blinking. me for a band aid. I ain't got nothing for you no more. Blinking. Yeah, you you hit me one time like that. Don't ask me for no no. I got gauze, alcohol, peroxide, nothing for you. Once you hit your head, you start crack that joint up. You start bleeding. I just feel like until you ask, I'm just. Yeah, I'm. I through. learned to play listen. I'm through. Like I said, people just don't want help no more. Everybody's so defensive and, and everybody, everybody up and all. Everybody's so quick to have an attitude and shit. Now I'm like, okay, cool. It's cool. You. Everybody think that's cool. It's like, nigga, you are messing up in life. Nigga trying to help you out. Okay, cool. Do what you do. Do what you do. Like I said, I'm I'm let me go find if you don't want to talk to him, I'm gonna go talk to him. Let me go find the person that's giving out advice. Cause you don't you don't want the advice. Let me go find him. I'll take it for you. I'll I, take I don't want to find him. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just here. I'm support. Yeah, let me go find everybody. I'm just here for support. I'm, let me just I'm taking you advice. ask. I'm, I'm just here for support. I ain't, no, I'm not here for none of that. Oh, I'm here for support. I ain't here for none of that. Good. If you was that, if you tell me, oh, okay, cool. If I'm watching you, for the, like I said, you finna do something crazy, and I'm trying to help you out, and you get smart and you want to pop off. Oh, that's just a lesson learned. That's not. Don't man, worry about it. I ain't here for none of that. I'm here to support you. I'm not. If that's how you feel and you want to be in your own little bubble, hey, Please. enjoy your bubble. No, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all like I mean, like, this is too. It's, life ain't gotta be like that. There's too many people out here. You ain't gotta go through hardships. Like when I started realizing that the reason why there are eight billion people on this planet is so we can actually help each other out. You don't have to go through every experience. You ain't gotta go through all the hell the world has to offer you. You just ask somebody else. The fuck? What? Well, well, some people don't offer the help. You gotta take that into consideration. That some people just don't help. At this point in the game, somebody somewhere is. Well, I'm not gonna say that there isn't a help out there. It just may have been the avenue that you went through wasn't so helpful. My thing, like I said, you have this thing called the World Wide Web. At this point. No, I understand that, like, but I'm just saying, somebody, especially for those who are young, if you go through an avenue of help. And they're not so helpful. It may turn you off to even asking for help. I or see, how do you go about going? I go about getting help. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see it because I was like that in school. I was gonna say you have to, like think back to when you were young. I was definitely like that in school. Like when I was a kid, I was like, okay, so I'm all the way done with asking y'all for help. Don't don't ask me to raise my hand no more because one more embarrassing statement. I'm gonna slap the hell out of one of y'all teachers. That's just where I'm at. Oh God, that was that was me. That was me. I was always done. But at the same time, if someone was actually trying to help me, I was really appreciative. It was that was the thing. Like if you actually tried to help me out, if it wasn't like trying to get smart or something like that, maybe oh well, I, that's totally different. Thoroughly was appreciative. I don't know. I, I didn't like... let it affect me in a way like 
I'm not gonna take any help at all. It was like if you actually were trying to help me out, I was. I almost feel like our generation, which is what the older millennials, the old millennials, zennials, uh, um, or whatever you are, zennials, I think it was definitely a fine. Nobody knew where. I mean, you. It was hard to know if somebody was really helping you because maybe they really weren't. And, oh, or maybe they was even honest and said, I'm not helping, yeah, or their yeah, actions yeah. said that. That's what I think. It's like generations are different. Like, yeah. I keep on looking at, um, like looking at my son and realizing that the older generation, you know, we're quick to call babies spoiled now. But the thing no, is. No, they were quick to call babies spoiled. Well, I'm saying, like I said, they'll, they'll say that. The thing is, though. What are they saying? And that's where understanding comes into play, right? So, what are you saying? You're saying, well, my child is full. Well, you're saying that based on how you grew up. You're based on, everything you're basing is based on Mm -hmm. the filter of survival. So, growing up, you getting to cry about everything, you don't get to do all that. Why? Well, because we got stuff going on. Yeah. Not to mention the society that we live in, look at you a certain kind of way. So... I don't have time for you to be crying and being upset and throwing temper tantrums over every single thing because you might not. Because these kids these days. You might not make it the same way. But these, these kids, kids now these are, are afforded. They're, they're afforded the space to actually get that love, to get, you know, you don't have to worry about things like my generation worried about things or even like my, my cousins or my mother's generation them worried about things. Because for them, it was hell. Mm-hmm. Then for us, it, you know, hell kind of went, fire kind of dimmed down. Some hot coals in the joint, though. You still, mm-hmm. if you go to predominantly white school and you're African American, unless you're a star or something, you're not getting the same love. You're going to still be looked at a certain kind of way. And now, we, we are. We, we should definitely talk about that. <laughs> you got to write that down. Yeah, you know, you gotta write everything down. <laughs> like I said it's, it's it's a difference. It was just a, a difference in how things were done in different generations. And so now we're to the point where there's a lot more freedom, a lot more expression. I think a lot of the things that we're dealing with now, just based on you, you hear people all the time. I feel this. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel this. I feel that because for the last in this country for the last. 300 years uh, or 400 years some people want to say there's only been one kind of folks that have been able to express themselves the entire time so now you have all these people that are able to put their feelings out there and it's 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 a little overwhelming because it's a lot going on there's so much going on and you got parents that aren't being parents anymore because they're worried about the feelings they, these parents want to be friends. They want to be friends because I'm worried about the feeling. Yeah, these parents feeling want to be friends. Feeling is, what's the feeling? Honey, like I said, if you knew how many times that my daughter tells me that we ain't friends. But that's the thing, like when I was growing up, nobody wanted, like my dad might have listened to Biggie or whatever. You had certain cats that wanted to still be in the, in the cool circle or whatever. For the most part, they didn't want to look like you and dress like you. They didn't want to dance like you. They didn't want to do the kid stuff because they weren't kids. They were grown. They got stuff to take care of. I don't have time to be trying to figure out the latest trend and all that stuff. We're in a whole other ball game now. So, 
for me, looking at my son, I'm like, okay, I can't say holding my son is spoiling my son. Back in the day, yeah, that was spoiling my because you, <laughs> you got people out here that's trying to chase you down. You got people out here looking to, to get you off top. But now, that's not spoiling. What are you doing? Oh no, my pen's acting funny. Anyway, that's not spoiling your thing. I mean, that's just, that's love. This is what it is. It's love, and it's a blessing to be able to love your kids, you know, in a way that's eh. the way you didn't necessarily get it. You didn't get it, but you couldn't afford to get it. Like, you um, I beg to differ in some instances. I, I wouldn't say in all instances. I would say in some instances, there's times you just couldn't afford to get. I like to football for me anyway. I know for us growing up. Uh, you know, dad left at a certain age, um, so there wasn't a lot of you know, not a lot of mess afforded. And then for my mother looking at the news, and then she worked with someone that was a police officer, so a black woman that was a police officer, and she was like, she had a conversation with her one time, and she, the woman said, "Yo, if you got black sons, please keep them away from the police." Like she was, she that woman ended up having a heart attack from her experiences with the police force because it was just so dramatic for her so traumatic for her um, and then it was a situation that happened it. when I was a kid with two boys and it was about it was two kids that were near some train or something I, that's all I remember was the police a train was involved I don't think they were running or what but I, I believe they ended up getting shot by the police and they act like nothing was was wrong and nothing like that so and you know at that time period you still in the early 90s and where these kind of things are happening Nothing happened to the police. There's no, you can, ain't no marching and walking to protest, and you can do that all you want to, but you know, anybody going to jail. So, for my mother, it was a lot of things that I can't love on you like that because I can't afford to love on you like that. I can't afford to love on you like them little kids that you go to school with because you're not like them, and you may not come home. If they, if they do, if they. Pull all y'all over together, y'all going to jail. This is too deep for me. This y'all is too ain't. dark for me. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's how I was. From goals to this, this is just too dark. Well, for you me. look, hey, this is how the conversation went, all right? Too dark for me. That's how the conversation How did we get over here? How did we get over how here? How did we get over here? Anywho, this is a lot. But we can say, as far as goals go, since this is turning into a new year, 2022. Write them out. You write your goals I'm sure we will all of the girls. Okay, let me get it. Take your time. Okay, <laughs> no she's, gonna, she's gonna take it. Look at her. She, it's gonna take her 15 minutes to get upstairs. It's gonna break down. I don't understand why she does this. I don't know why she leaves me by myself to talk about her. Uh, look, she got some Hershey kisses on the table, right? They're different colors because it's the holidays. She didn't arrange them by color and then by number. I didn't realize she was this OCD. BK is. She might have some some therapy problems. You got to take care of. I don't know. Hey, how Because oh, I know you've been talking mess about me. Huh? Anyway. So, quote is, faith 
is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Okay. Last <laughs> <laughs> damn time I I guess I would just say play it. I would just you know, play it out. Play it out. Playing what out? Just play it out. I was just, I would have quartered Habaka, but whatever. You know. You would have what? Quarter Habaka. Two and two. Look it up. No. Faith is taking the first step <laughs> when you don't see the whole staircase. You don't look it up. You don't look it up. It goes so perfectly with this. Why doesn't that go so perfectly with this? Look up Habaka two and two. No! Wow. I did my yes. part. <laughs> No, because I did good. my part. You do Where's yours. If you got a quote, you come Jeez. up with your quote. I just told you what was on my desk. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. But you ain't do it. Wow. You ain't do it, though. <laughs> some type of way. Make you feel some type of way. <laughs> I'm just going to say happy holidays. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Not Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Come on, Linda. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. All that. All them holidays. All of them. For all you people. You are Celebrating loved. stuff. Remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Oh, you said Kwanzaa, though, so nah, that's not going to be real. I, I said everybody do you. I'm all just right, telling you on. that Jesus is the reason for my season. <laughs> Let me just rephrase. Jesus is the reason for my season. I'm just saying, just Thank you, Jesus. Everything else. Thank you, Jesus. They don't even, they don't even do this thing. Huh? Faith is taking the first step, <laughs> even when you don't see the whole staircase. Uh, were you finna cuss it out? <laughs> <laughs> you about to take it down? I'll take you down. It's okay. All right, everybody. This has been Random Intentions with BK and OB, and we all holler at y'all later. See you next week.